Have you ever watched the show Whose Line Is It Anyway? I've never watched a show of it. What? You've never watched Whose Line Is It Anyway? No. Not one time ever? Mm-mm. Colin Mockery? I mean, I know what it is, but I've just never... Are you ashamed of yourself? Not really. You should be. Oh. I didn't know. Yeah. Uh, anyone who's anyone has not only seen it, but been just like a starring role. You've been a starring role? I have done... I didn't say I was anyone. Welcome to Brain Dead. <laughs> I like you just being there for me where you just kind of <laughs> died there at the end for me. That was nice of you. Yeah. I, I die for those I care about. Yeah. <laughs> 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 it definitely didn't make me feel old or anything. So that's that's definitely fine. That's cool. That's cool. <laughs> There's a It's a meme obviously printed on a t-shirt. Or if my grandmother saw it, me, me. It says, <laughs> meh, good enough. <laughs> it's from Mediocrities. <laughs> Sarah. Joe. Did you know that my name is Sarah? Did you know that my name was Joe? Did you know this is brain dead? Did you know that that wasn't true? Well, it is Except brain it dead. is brain dead. You kind of went out of order there. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you that. I kind of did. That's on me. I'm, I just I'm had just to kidding. go with it's I, entirely on you. That's your fault. I had to go with the flow. It's never been anyone else's fault. Well, I'm used to that. Mediocrities. <laughs> 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 my son asked me last night to tell him a story before bed. And uh, as my kids have become accustomed to the idea that I am infinite old, I you told are. him a story. <laughs> well, you know, don't tell everybody. <laughs> I told him a story about how 800 years ago, uh, a goal. <laughs> Seagull. years ago. <laughs> Eight hundred years ago, when I first came to this town, I defeated all the shadow beasts and the werewolves and and the the I can't, I can't remember the name I came up with them for. What I came up for? Whoa! Help Are me! You all right. The name <laughs> I came up with, with for them. Hey, there we go. Uh, for like monster mice, basically. Uh, and monster and, mice. and I explained to him how I killed all the beasties so that. Little kids would never have to be afraid. Right. Because one day I knew that like, I don't know, 794 years later, I was going to have a kid and I didn't want him to be uh, scared of monsters in his bedroom. And although he looked at me and he said, Daddy, you're only 30. I said, well, it's okay for you to believe that. That's a good thing for you to believe because it's true. He's like, I don't I can't tell if you're joking. I'm like, no, I'm definitely only 30 years old. But 800 years ago when I first got here. (laughs) When I was 30 the first time around. That's right. That was just only my 41st life. What what was this called? The Big Egg Theory? Yes. (laughs) I defeated everything. I just remember everything. That's how I know that you're me from the past, I remember. No, I am you from the future. Why are you so short? Because. Are we getting shorter? Well... It's really not about that. Why don't your knees work right? What happened? I fell. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess we fell. We fell? Is that why my knees started hurting recently? Because I'm becoming more like you? Yes, actually. That's, that's blasphemy. I hate that so I'm much. so sorry. I, f- I have a sports injury. Sports injury? Yeah. Why? Because I fell doing a sport. What was the sport? Um, I'd rather like not to... say. Well, I need you to say it now. <laughs> If you're telling everyone it's a sports injury, like you can't come out and be like mini golf. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was it was a sports injury, but most people are like, that's not a sport. Well, tell us. I mean, I was in color guard and I was doing tricks. Officially a sport. If you want to argue, that's okay. Braindeadpc21 at gmail.com. So I, there's that. Sarah, was, get out I your phone. I was doing no. Wait, what? Get out your phone. Oh, for my music? For your music. I thought you said put up your phone, and I was like, I don't have my phone. You have an <laughs> iPad, you goob. <laughs> but you were doing what? I'm, I was doing tricks. You were doing tricks. Yeah, and they were cool tricks until I busted my knee up, you're and I can tell flips? when it rains now. And I can t- <laughs> you know, I did this thing where one time uh, back in 2017, I decided, you know, what I should do with my life was lay hands on a table saw, and now I can feel when it rains. <laughs> Yeah, that's a nice thing. Go ahead and laugh at that. That's cool of you. You lost your finger for a whole hour. I lost my finger for a few hours. 
a few hours? Yeah, I cut it off at like 8.30 at night, and then they put it back on. Like, the surgery didn't start till almost no, 10 o'clock the next morning. I mean, they lost it for real. Oh, yeah, I couldn't find it. We went to the hospital, and then a sweet, sweet lady decided to bring me my finger because she went to the house and found it under the table saw. And then we made it in. I into can't the... believe you left without your finger. I couldn't find it. <laughs> and, and my brain was like, you know what? Uh, take the L, head on out. <laughs> Don't die. Don't bleed out. Do not pass go. Do right. not collect $200. Go right. to the hospital. So I, I shouted, help me, help me, quite loud. And my wife came to the garage, and I was like, you need to get me a rag. And I'm holding my hand in my chest with my other hand over it. She said, what do you mean I need to get your rag? I'm like, I need, I need you to get me a rag right now. She's like, why? I'm like, just get me a flipping rag. She's like, why? I'm like, I'm bleeding. She goes, what do you mean you're bleeding? I said, get me a rag. She goes, show me your hand. And then I showed it to her, and my finger was gone. And she's like, ah! <laughs> she, perfect. She, perfect. She turned around and looked at the dryer, and then she turned around and looked at me. And she's like, "What do I do?" I said, "Get me a rag." <laughs> she said, "Why?" And I'm like, "Cause I'm gonna bleed out and die if you don't, and that's gonna be problematic." <laughs> so she turns around, reaches in the dryer, and grabs out this thick white rag and gives it to me. And I just kind of wrapped it over my hand. I'm like, "I need you to drive me." She said, "We need to call 911." I said, "I'm not no, paying for an ambulance." Because, well, yeah, that partially that, but partially because if you call 911 you still have to wait for them to get in the ambulance and come to you and then you just turn around and go back i said just put me in the car and we will go to the hospital yeah so we're gathering unless there's like a spooky situation you just need to drive yourself so as we're gathering the children and trying to gather my digits i couldn't find my (laughs) finger uh we exit the garage and go towards the front door and she in her infinite panic grabbed the children and ran out the front door closed it and locked it uh, and I was standing there looking at a door that had just closed in front of me that I could not open because <laughs> I had to keep pressure on my other hand and I could not. Could she not. locked you in she the did. house. She did. She ran out without me. I didn't know that. <laughs> I could not compute that the door was closed in front of me. <laughs> and I was just like, well, what now? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm stuck here. That's for sure. So she comes back. I mean, I probably only stood there five or six seconds and the door unlocks and opens and I'm looking at her and, and she goes, I'm so sorry. And I went, <laughs> you closed the door on me. She's like, I'm so sorry. I'm like, I'm bleeding out in her living room. I went, I can't grab the knob. <laughs> She's like, I'm sorry. I just went, I don't, I didn't know what to do. She's <laughs> like, okay, I'm sorry. Get in the car. So I get in the car and she's terrified. She thinks I'm going to die on the way to the hospital, I think. And I'm like, I'm fine. I'm just. It just really, really hurts, and I feel like I'm losing my mind. She's doing her best. She's calling people, Joe, cut off his fingers. Joe, cut off his fingers. Now, I only cut my middle wing completely off. The other two were hanging on. Um, (laughs) Not by much. I mean, we had a tendon and some skin, but other than that, they were pretty much shot, too. So they don't, none of the three work right now. One of them's got like a, a. a humpback, my middle finger, the one that had to be reattached has like a humpback <laughs> where, where the last phalange, oh, the last humpback. knuckle is permanently bent. I could fix it, but in the coming up five years since I've done this, I've been too lazy to wear a splint for six full weeks. Why? I, I don't have that answer. I dare you to. <clears throat> you dare me to wear a splint? Yeah. Will you get me one? I don't know where to get one. Print one. I, know I did. I broke it. Three print times. A better one. I designed a print to to make it so that I could still bend my finger manually, like Just, the way that your hand should work. Yeah. And it worked off a spring setup and everything. I can show you the files. I mean, I remember it. <laughs> I saw you when you had it. So we get to the hospital. Uh, we only we only almost died twice on the way to the hospital because she almost got in accidents because she. Tr- she cut a couple people off and it just, me just sitting in the passenger seat going, please get me there safely. <laughs> I already almost died. And she's like, I'm sorry. She was being so sweet. So I was trying to be very calm and very quiet because she was terrified. Cause I just, you know, severed something that I was born with. <laughs> and, uh, we make it to the hospital and, and she gets out at, at the emergency room and goes to talk to the girl at the entrance. And it's this tiny little blonde girl. And you can tell she's terrified. She's just listening, listening intently. And then she turns her head and open mouth just kind of goes, <gasps> like, you could see it. I could I could hear it with my eyeballs. Right. That was fun. I know exactly what you mean. <laughs> so then they come out with a wheelchair, and she just looked at me. And I'm sitting in the car, and they stared at me. 
And I stared at them through the window, and then they realized I can't open the door. (laughs) So they reached up and opened the door for me, and I just kind of stepped out and got into the the, the wheelchair. And they take me in, and at this point, I'm starting to lose a significant amount of blood. So they get me straight into, I guess it's called the triage room or whatever. And this is my favorite thing to tell people because no one thinks it's funny but me and the doctor who reattached my finger. <laughs> so they get you in there and they ask all these really specific questions. And then they say something akin to, is there anything else medically relevant we need to know? And because I'm me, I said something to the extent of, yeah, I lost a little bit of weight recently. She looked at me kind of confused. She's like, well, how much weight? And I held up my hand <laughs> and I, I took my thumb and my index finger on my left hand and held up the length of fingers or the length of the finger that I had severed and showed it to her and said about this much. <laughs> and the way she looked at me, like I had just killed someone in front of her. <laughs> she was not down with that sense of humor. Not at all. So I told another nurse the joke and she was like, no, it's not funny. I'm like, it's my hand. I can make all the jokes I want. They the get, way they were just trying to help you, and you're <laughs> such a pain in the butt. I wasn't. I answered every question until I almost passed out. She goes, "Well, he's asleep." I went, "Nope, just barely here. Keep asking questions." I mean, I did my best, <laughs> and they were just, they were just too serious. They're used to big old babies, and I was not being a big old baby about it. So they get me back into the hospital room where they were gonna like you know dope me up so I didn't hurt, and they were gonna wait for some sort of specialist to become clear. And I don't know if y'all know about the hospitals in our town, but I refuse the worst. I refuse. The people who work there are lovely. I love you. Your hospital administration is booty butt. And they know. (laughs) So the town that we live in just does not have the best medical care and it has nothing to do with the employees and everything to do with the way their hands are tied um, by the administration. Anyways, so I said, you need to get me to a specialist. They're like, we got somebody coming in. I'm like, no, absolutely not. You're not fixing my hand here. She goes, yes, sir. We have somebody to do it. I said, no, you're not listening. You send me somewhere else. Yeah. She's like, fine. She puts a tourniquet on my arm, and I started just getting real uncomfortable. And after a few minutes, I'm like, get it off, get it off, get it off, get it off, get it off. And she goes, I can't get it off. Otherwise, you'll bleed. I'm like, if you don't get it off, I'm going to scream, and I'm going to break everything in the room. <laughs> But it made it hurt so much. Like, it hurt without the tourniquet on there because, you know, I cut parts of myself off. Yeah. And, but you put that tourniquet on there and pressure. boy, howdy. It, yeah. It was so much pressure. And it hurt like nothing I've ever experienced before. And uh, I told her to take it off. And she's like, no. I said, take it off now. She finally takes it off. And the nub that was left of my finger squirted her. <laughs> like like a blood-filled water gun. That's something out of a Saw movie. But That's it just whoosh, so ugly. It was gross, but it sprayed her, and she's like, oh, I'm like, I told you not to put that on my arm in the first place. I was not being a good patient in this moment because she was not being patient at this moment. <laughs> so then she says, okay, the specialist in Augusta has called us back, and he's ready. You just got to get in an ambulance and go. I'm like, groovy. So the two ambulance drivers come in and and they're getting me, uh, you know, ready to roll out of the room and they get me to the doorway and I go, stop, stop, stop. They're like, what? I said, do we have my finger? The lady, the driver points to a bag in her partner's hand, said, yes, it's in that bag. I said, great. That's important. So we get in the ambulance, make it about 20 minutes down the road and have to turn around. The guy in the back with me, where I'm just doped up out of my mind, he goes, crap. I'm like, what? He said, nothing. I said, no, what? He said, we forgot your finger. I'm like, what? Yes, sir. I don't understand how you forget that when that's your whole point to being there. I stopped them at the doorway. in the Before we left the room, it said, do we have my finger? And they're like, yeah. So we pull back up to the hospital, and the door's open to the back of the ambulance, and the door's open to the ER. And the lady with the bag that had ice and my finger in it tosses... Taught not walks over and hand, tosses it <laughs> to the man that is taking care of me in the back of this ambulance. He catches it and puts it on there. We book it on the way back. Where All is way, Jess? In the front of the ambulance. Okay. <laughs> Sitting with the lady that's driving and watching a camera where she can see me. Right. And uh, just texting me. She's just texting me. How are you responding? <laughs> well, I've got this hand like I've got pressure where I'm putting pressure in. So I'm just using my left hand at this point because I'm laying down. Uh, I, I don't know. So we make it you to You can't a, open doors, but boy, howdy, am I texting. <laughs> Look, man, I'm, I might have suffered a little bit of Dane Bramage. I definitely got some nerve damage, and that's fun five years later. But 
we get to the hospital, and I'm still all doped up. And Augusta's not close. No. According to Jess, we went 120 miles an hour. What? Yeah, I don't remember. I just remember being in the ambulance, and it felt like about half an hour, and then we were there. So... And it's like a three-hour drive. <laughs> oh, I know. We had to make it like seven or eight more times. I had to have a revision surgery done and everything. Um, so we get there, and I'm super doped up, and there's nurses and doctors walking around everywhere. And me, being a child, I see this woman walk by, and I'm laying on a gurney, but she walks over, and she just kind of looks at me for a second because I have no self-control when I'm on drugs, apparently. I went, wow, you're so pretty. and she just she kind of grinned at me awkwardly and walked away she didn't say thank you or anything and i was like oh no that was weird and i should not have done that (laughs) but i didn't process this till probably an hour later that i just said something inappropriate (laughs) i mean you know maybe not all in itself inappropriate but i'm married and i love my wife and then this lady walks by wow you're so pretty (laughs) like a 12 year old boy (laughs) Girls. Wow. Look at that sparkle. So I come back. They, they get me in. It's like a it's like an eight and a half hour surgery. Get my fingers attached. And um, I come back a few weeks later for my first check-in. Actually, it was two weeks later because I had to have the original stuff taken off my hand. Uh, I, this is after staying three days in the hospital. Oh, by the way, the dude I shared the hospital room with for three days, mm-hmm. um, he was allergic to morphine. And they just kept giving him morphine. And this guy could not fight for himself. He was in there because he had a hole in his foot. Like from diabetes. And just just crazy stuff happens, I guess. And they kept giving him morphine. And I wandered over there and looked at his chart. He's like, you can look at it. I give you my permission. And I didn't know what to take from it. So I'm just like, you look at it. And he found me a spot. He's like, see, it even says I'm allergic to morphine. But they kept pumping him full of it. And that means I spent a couple nights listening to him go. Vomiting morphine? That's, yeah. So Well, I don't know if he's vomiting morphine or just vomiting because he's <laughs> having an allergic reaction. But that is actually how he sounded when he vomited. <laughs> it was comical. Because no. I'm not joking. Stop it. It was wild, man. <laughs> that sucks. So this guy's doing his best, and finally he starts fussing. He's like, get in here, and they would not listen to him. And so I started shouting because I'm on drugs, and I don't care if I offend them. I'm like, I've been listening to him throw out for two nights. Fix his medication. I'm going to bleed everywhere, and it's going to be your fault that my finger falls off. And they're like, what? I'm like, fix it, or I'm calling the ombudsman which is a patient advocate. And they're like, ugh. So a doctor comes in, looks very frustrated, changes something on his chart, and then he was fine the rest of the day. So I'm thinking they probably got rid of the morphine and put him on like Dilaudid or something. Anyways, so I go back and I see this doctor, turns out to be a young doctor, and uh, I said, "Can can I speak to you for a second? She goes, sure, what can I do for you? I said, I think I said something to you a couple weeks ago. She said, your finger? I said, yeah. She said, yeah, it's okay. People say worse things than that all the time to me when they're on drugs. I'm like, yeah, but that was inappropriate, and I apologize. <laughs> She's like, sweetie, that was the nicest thing anyone said to me all day. You're good. I'm like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but they got it back on. It's crooked. It, uh, it functions. It took me two years to play guitar again, but it functions. That's all you could ask? I guess. You know, there was a lot of time there where you could have pulled out your phone and got your music ready. I did. <laughs> it's ready. Is it? Yeah. Where's your phone, Sarah? I have it. Where, Sarah? I don't know. <laughs> it was right here. I can't feel it. <laughs> Where'd you have it? Under your bottom? No, it was just under my leg. <laughs> where are your nerve endings? <laughs> They're all in my pinky toe. All in... Man, oh man, that's got to be a sensitive pinky toe. It really hurts. Can you imagine? Just touching it. Can you imagine? <laughs> Every nerve in your entire body is just in your pinky toes. <laughs> that's so many nerves in such a little finger. You'd have to just, like, I'd probably cut off my pinky toe. <laughs> that would hurt so bad. For like a minute. Because once the toe's gone, there's no nerve endings. That's true, but you'd have to get rid of both, and that does something for your balance, I'm sure. It's your big toe that does most of your balance, but if you cut off a pinky on your hand, you lose all of your grip. What? You've never thought about that before? No. 
Yeah, you cut off your pinky. You lose like 70% of your grip. My hand feels weird without my pinky there. How'd you take your pinky off, Sarah? Well, I just stuck it up like I'm drinking tea. <laughs> when in doubt, pinky out. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta be fancy. All right, what'd you listen to? Lots of music because we're a week behind. Out. Yeah. yeah. Go ahead. The Avett Brothers, Cage the Elephant, Borns. Wait, 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 wait. I thought we were doing number one songs on each album. Oh. The Avett Brothers, May It Last. Cage the Elephant, Come a Little Closer, Borns, Electric Love, The Clash, Should I Stay or Should I Go, The should Plain stay White Tees, mm. Hey There Delilah, Hello. Panic at the Disco, <laughs> 9 in the Afternoon, Jerry Rafferty. <laughs> what are you doing at the disco at 9 in the Afternoon, Sarah? <laughs> Mind your business. <laughs> Jerry Rafferty, right down the line, Houndmouth, Darlin', The Mamas and the Papas, Dream a Little Dream of Me. Always forget about life. Always forget about life. It was two bits, but take it as one. If you I can. always forget about life. I try. Hold on. Let me get to the... We got to get into August now. That was that was still July. Let me find August. Okay. Now, this is in alphabetical order. Where to go? Okay. The Killers. All <sighs> these things that I've done. I didn't go Mr. Brightside. I'm so sorry. Mr. Brightside is something that everybody knows. It's okay if you don't give them something they already know. That's true. I, it's not my favorite on the album. It's not. The first it's half not, of the song is pretty good. Oh, wait, no, even, I'm thinking the wrong song. No, Mr. Brightside is pretty good. It is good, but it's not even, it's like my third favorite on the album. Well, it's a good album. It's not even top two. It's a good album. You know, it is a good album. And then Somewhere Only We Know, but I don't know how to say the band's name. Keen. Yeah. So why don't we go somewhere If I'm in the right mood, I bet that song would make me cry. I like it a lot. You know? Yeah. You ever listen to, uh, oh, it's, um, well, you only know you love her when you let her go. Passenger. You ever listen to them, like, aside from that one song? Yeah. They have good music. (laughs) So they have a song that's like. My, my, was it my not vision binoculars? I creep quiet as a mouse. Okay, so these early 2000s bands do weird stuff. It was literally a song about spying on a woman and being like, like actually legitimately legally stalking her um, to the point that you could be, you know, pr- uh, prosecuted for. Like, literally, they do such weird stuff. He talks about how he's jealous of the man that she brings home, and he's watching from a tree with his night vision binoculars. Like, I'm I'm going to say it again. They do some weird stuff. <sighs> like that Owl City song. Which one? That, Not that they're doing weird stuff in this song, but it's just a weird song. They're talking about being different, like, worms and things. If Birds. you're the bird. Like, I love that song. Never weird together. Yeah, yeah. like, I love the song. It's just weird. I mean, everything he does is metaphors and euphemisms. That's true. So is that all the music you got? Yeah. Did I, anything happen in your life this past two weeks, Sarah? Uh, I'm sorry, Joe? I don't remember last last week. I don't remember last week. No, not last week. Last, last week. Last week, my boss and his wife were out of town, so I only worked two days. And the first day of that week, the city shut down our water. Oh. So I had a half day. They didn't tell good. us about it, though. We just came back to no water. Anything else? <laughs> yeah. Well, the reason was is because our fire hydrants in our office park were just going. And no one knew why. So they shut off the entire block's water. That sounds like a good idea. Yeah. What have you been doing? Well, this morning in Carrollton, and this is a, a bit of a somber turn, there was a semi-truck that pulled out in front of a motorcycle, and the motorcyclist did not make it, unfortunately. And as the day progressed, because I used to be a, a bit of a motorcycle rider myself, uh, I reached out to a couple of folks who I thought may know who it was. And sure enough, it was someone I know. Well, that's really sad. Yeah, that stinks. Um this I is used not to, the week for Carrollton. No. We've been having some stuff. Yeah, a buddy of mine, his grandson passed today after being in an ATV accident a couple couple days ago. It's his second grandson in two weeks. So it's been a rough it's been a rough time in Carrollton. 
Just yeah. not great. But if it makes you all feel any better, there's nothing super fun or exciting going on to change the subject. So I'm just going to use no segue at all. Here's <laughs> our sponsor. We have a sponsor. We don't have a sponsor. Here's your chance, ladies and gentlemen. Submit us to every website you know, or we could reach out to a local radio station like 92.1 and ask them to sponsor us. Or maybe just be like, hey, give us a little shout out. I mean, it's, it's good. It's did good you show. talk to anybody? No, I did not. Why? No, because because I'm a coward. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so here's a perfect opportunity to plug a sponsor if a sponsor wants us because we're here. Here's our segue. Wait, we can sponsor ourselves. We can sponsor ourselves. I'm so sorry, guys. <laughs> <laughs> so this season, season three of Dead Brain. Season three. Season three. Made with salt and pepper. Well seasoned. Your voice was better, but the, the thing you said was really weird. <laughs> <laughs> Brought to you by Tommy Cole Pepper, a name I just made up because it has pepper in the last name. <laughs> so uh, it's it's been all about like things and people who have changed history. And this one, uh, well, debatably one of the most disliked people in the country. Our country? Yes, and he's alive today. Can you, Woo, I touched the microphone. I don't want to. Can you guess who it is, Sarah? I don't want to. Guess. No. It's a big, big name. I know. I know several. You're not going to guess? A lot of people hate a lot of people. You're not going to guess? There's several people that are in my brain right now. Well, that sucks. <laughs> can you guess who it is? <laughs> That's the worst. <laughs> I think everybody can guess who it is. <sighs> Look, let's just face the facts. Tommy Hilfiger? I don't know who that is. I'm taking you is to that prison a thing? and we're going to book you. <laughs> You gotta face it. Oh, that's a brand of clothing. It is a brand of clothing. Huh. Just like Air Apostle. <gasps> that's the only thing I wore when I was in middle school. I think that's the only thing anyone wore in middle school. <laughs> it was affordable fashion. It, I was small. So I had to shop at <laughs> was. I like how you say was. I've grown since sixth grade. Two and a half inches. <laughs> and it's all foot meat. <laughs> her, that is her so are, her feet are six inches thick so don't let her lie to you funny <laughs> i wear platforms constantly she she uses an ankle stretcher to make her feet look smaller anyways i had to shop at p.s air apostle because the air apostle clothes were too big oh no, what's p.s mean it means it was the little kid version of air apostle I'm a giant. I'm six one and two eighty five. I don't wear little kid. I don't think I wore little kid clothes in middle school, at all. I did. I <laughs> my pants said husky when I was a kid. <laughs> That's hilarious. I've grown up to be fairly well uh, proportioned. I'm I'm just thick all over now, <laughs> and just you know, add insult to injury. I don't have any hair. Before, bold. Before, bold. <laughs> before we came down to record tonight, I was messing with the fan in my living room, the ceiling fan, and got some dust on my head. And Sarah said it's it like Velcro. It's like Velcro, guys. <laughs> so I went and I shaved my head. But what but did you do? But only the top. So he had like a George Fryer Costanza tuck. bit going. George Costanza works too. And I came back and she said, nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> you must fix it now. And I'm like, but I don't want to. And then I put on my moisture wicking bucket hat and <laughs> walked away. <laughs> we need brain dead bucket hats. We do need brain dead bucket hats. Hey, if send us you, an email if you want brain dead bucket hats. At braindeadpc21 at gmail.com. Feel free to shoot us your questions. Also, it's almost the month of Halloween, the sacred month of Halloween. Let us know what you want. Spooky things? Do you want spooky things? Like spooky stories? We can chill Like scary your stories to tell in the dark? Do you remember that, that oh, show? Yeah. Or are you afraid of the dark? Or are you afraid of the dark? Yeah. Yeah, we, yeah, yeah. Let's yeah. let's for the month of October. Let's only do spooky stories. I yeah, for sure. Can we do several? Yeah. Like more than one a week. Yes. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the evolution of a great show becoming amazing. If you don't share this, all you're doing is making sure that everyone you know and love is missing out on some of the best entertainment available, and it's all free as long as you listen to like a couple of thirty second ads. In an hour, we're asking for one minute. One sixtieth of your time. You can do that for us, please. Please. <laughs> I mean, you know, please. Watch it twice. Yeah. Not the whole thing. Well, I mean, you could if you wanted. Just listen to the ads. Listen to the ads. Five times. <laughs> it's only two and a half minutes. <laughs> Anyways, so today we're going to be talking about a dude named Matt Luckerferg. 
That's my best friend. <laughs> Mark Zuckerberg is. Oh no, I don't like him. <laughs> I thought hooks. you meant. I thought you meant. What did she say? His name? I don't remember. <laughs> I think I said. I thought you meant Matt Rutherford. <laughs> Matt Rutherford. So Mark Zuckerberg was born May eighteenth, nineteen eighty four. You would think he'd be older than that, considering he's worth fifty four point seven billion dollars and he runs a company that's worth over four hundred. Billion. That's billion with a B as in bunch of money. Dollars. You know what one of my favorite movies is? Ten Things I Hate About You? Yes. The Because I know the classic. Is it The Social Network? Yes, it yeah, is. I, I love that, that movie. The Social Network is a movie that kind of dialogues the entire motion of his career from when he was uh, a student at Harvard to the beginning of the company to how he is now. Do you know Played. why I like that movie so much? Why? I want you to guess. Is it because it has Justin Timberlake in it? No, because I'm not 30. I don't see the correlation. You should, because that's the first name that came to mind for you. And you're 30. Have you ever seen Spider-Man? Yeah. That was my hint. Andrew Garfield? Well, yeah. I love Andrew Garfield. Yeah, he's the only reason I love that movie so much. <laughs> His sense of humor. The way he puts that he's out is so He's such good. a goob. He's a really versatile actor, too. I really like it. All right, so I'll I especially th- like his drama baby tantrum scene. Sorry, my Prada's at the cleaners. I love it. <laughs> I love it. It's very you of him. It's so good. I love it so much. <laughs> he's so dramatic, and it makes my, like... That's how it makes me feel. <laughs> you want to know something really funny? Sure. Mark Zuckerberg's mom hmm. is named Karen. Of course. <laughs> it fits. So he was born to White Plains, New York, to a psychiatrist by the name of Karen and a dentist by the name of Edward. That makes so much sense. <laughs> That's, That's so basic. <laughs> <laughs> he has three sisters, Ariel, Randy, and Donna. They were raised. Why they got to do her like that? Donna? Yeah. Donna. Big Donna. <laughs> what's that from well that's there's a character named big donna and then that's what we call our friend emily yeah do you but, know why we call her that you know what why don't you enlighten us all okay so we were at day camp which is like church camp for kids that are too young to spend the night because they or too old to go to work like sarah <laughs> that's me <laughs> um Anyway, we were at day camp working, and we were so tired because we had just come back from the trip to Kentucky to see the Ark, and we were exhausted. And there was just a series of unfortunate jokes where it wasn't funny, but we were laughing. And then Elijah came in the room and was like, what's up, big dog? But we heard Big Donna, and we were like, that's (laughs) so rude. Why would you call her that? And he was like, what? And we were like, don't, that, what is, like, why would you say that? And he was like, (laughs) what are you talking about? And we were like, why would you call her Big Donna? And he was like, I did not say that. And we were like, that's what I heard. That's what we heard. Hey, just real quick, Cameron, we gave you a shout out and you didn't hear it. So here it is for you again. Hey, Cam. Hello. So he was born in White Plains, New York, to his mom and dad. <laughs> I thought Karen. he was born to my mom and dad, so I'm glad you I'm pretty sure he was born out. to my mom and dad. Hey, Marky Mark, I'm feeling a little broke, buddy. Can, can I borrow a couple Hey, brother. <laughs> hey, brother. <laughs> That's a good song. It really is. I love it's Avicii. Sad thing Avicii's it's really, dead. I was just about to say that. Man, he was so talented. He was very talented. So he he, le- he like was the main person I listened to in 2010. Was it that long ago yeah. that his music was popular? Yeah. Did you know the years just roll together the older you get? Yeah. Did you know that the days are really long? The days are long and the years, the years are, short. are really short. Yeah. Minuscule. Mm-hmm. But, but today it, has been seven years long. But I was going to say, <laughs> but if you focus on it, you can make today last 38 years. And I was there for all of them. I'm only 30 years old. I haven't slept once in the past 70 years. You know. And it's only Tuesday. You know, I haven't slept for five days. Because that's a really long time to sleep. <laughs> that's because you're lazy. What? <laughs> I'm so lazy I refuse to nap. Yeah. So he was born to his mom and dad with his three sisters. <laughs> sisters With his three sisters. And he was raised in a reformed Jewish household. Uh, he went to a couple of different high schools and he was captain of the... Guess what sport he did? 
rowing. No. Water polo. No, but you're you're in the right you're like, swim team. You're you're in the right uh tax bracket. Keep going. Lacrosse. Uh keep going. Tennis. What do you surround your backyard with? Fencing. Hey, <laughs> but not that kind of fencing. He was captain of the fencing team at the Phillips Exeter Academy. When he was in high school, he built a program that allowed all the computers in his home to communicate with each other. Also, just a little tidbit. He doesn't look like he'd be good at fencing. You don't know. I mean, I've seen him. He looks like... He looks <laughs> he wears like, too much uh, sunscreen looks, on the water. No, listen. He looks like he has to be briefed on what his own name is every morning. <laughs> <laughs> he's not Joe Biden. Calm down. No, no, no. He looks like he's not a human being. Yeah, he's one of the lizard people. Yeah. He is the captain of the Illuminati. Yeah. And then there's Elon Musk. He'd be the bad boy of the Illuminati. They'd be like... We're he gonna... doesn't really want to be in it, but they <laughs> right. want him in it. Right. They're like, we're going to kill all mankind. He's like, that's cool. That's cool. But what if instead we just gave him electric cars... And they're like, and then go to Mars. Right? They're like, why don't you get out of here? He's like, I'm trying to, but, but you what won't if let I me buy leave. Twitter? <laughs> He's like, you know what? I'm tired of y'all talking. I'm gonna get rid of your platform. They're like, what do you mean? He's like, I'm gonna buy Twitter and delete it. You know, he's backing out of the deal. Really? Yeah. Wait. There was some breach of contract issues, and he's backing out. At least that's the last I heard. I like that he bought, tried to buy Twitter, and then immediately was like, Donald Trump, you want your Twitter? Because yeah, he wants the memes. Yeah. <laughs> well, he also said it should be an actual free speech platform, which I really respect. Like, don't get me wrong. I think Elon Musk is a super weird guy, but he's also way smarter than I'm ever going to be. Yeah. So let him be eccentric with his 400, I think it's 400, no, I $281 billion, I think, was his net worth when I looked it up today. I him, not his company. That peop- When people are eccentric, it makes me like them more because they seem fun. He could wipe his booty with $1,000 bills for the rest of his life. <laughs> <laughs> the way you said that brought me so much giggles. And he would never, ever suffer a consequence for wiping his butt, wiping his booty with $1,000 bills. <laughs> it would just never be an issue because he has that many. Yeah. $281 billion. That's big boy bucks. Billion dollars. Can you was... imagine? Kid bucks. <laughs> Monopoly money. You know, your sister <laughs> left her homemade money over our house recently. Yeah. And she was not happy about it. Like, she was frustrated. She's like, dang it. I forgot it. Well, I don't think she said dang it, but she was not happy about it. And it was I like, really doubt she did. <laughs> well, I mean, that's this is me mimicking. Yeah. Pretending <laughs> to be an eight year old. <laughs> <laughs> ah, and you haven't been eight in 17 years. <laughs> it's been longer than that. It's been I 20, haven't been, it's been eight. 22 years I since haven't I was 17. I've been eight in 11 years. 12. That's what I said. <laughs> She's like, I'm really good at math. Also, I have six fingers on my left hand and nine on my right. I'm so good. So she was like, oh, no. You can't be good money. at everything. You're not, you can't be good at everything and humble. I like to choose. <laughs> right. You can't always be right. Sometimes you got to be left. So she left her 95, uh, 95, not 100, 95 homemade dollars at our house in Lindley. My daughter was very concerned about getting them back to her. She's like, oh, no. Hattie left her money. We're As like, though what it's money? real currency. And she brings me a stack of paper. I'm like, what are you handing me? She goes, money. I said, no, this, this is not money. She goes, this is Hattie bucks. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I bet you? No. Because Hattie's the youngest sibling. I bet you Hattie was like. I bet I could pay you Hattie Bucks and get people to do things for me. <laughs> uh, what if we just walked around town and did that one day? I'll give you 40 brain dead bucks. <laughs> it's like Dwight Schrute. I'll give you five shoot bucks. <laughs> I'll give you 40, 40 brain dead and it bucks was if like, you'll climb on top of this building and, and twerk. I don't know. It was like you Actually, needed. I'd rather them do the floss. You needed a thousand shroot bucks for one extra five minutes on your lunch. <laughs> It's ridiculous. (laughs) So the system that Marky Mark um, designed to let the computers in his house talk to each other also worked in his father's dental practice because it was built onto their home. Yeah, tax bracket. So he also... Wait, they lived like a diner situation? A diner? Where their home was attached to their business? No, the dentist's business was attached to their home. Like, I understand what you're saying, but just reverse which one was the biggest. That doesn't make sense. He had a practice attached to his home. He probably had, like, a secondary building, you know? It was just on his property. He probably owned land. 
That's what you're saying to me. I don't, well, it just said <clears throat> it was attached to their home. So he also coded a music player uh, called the Synapse Music Player, and it, like modern platforms, used machine learning to develop an understanding of what the listener wanted to hear. So, like, if you listen to certain songs, it'd be like, you probably want to hear this, too. It's like a Spotify playlist well, that's or Pandora. What Pand- yeah, I was about to say that. Pandora's old school, though. I used to only listen to Pandora. Solidly. Yeah. You know what has the best flow for me, though? It's not It's not Spotify. It's not Pandora. It's not Apple Music or Google. Actually, it is Google. It's YouTube Music. If I put in one song on YouTube Music, it's going to get me pretty close on the second song. But if I listen to two songs in a row that I dictate, it's going to lead me down the right path for two solid hours. Okay, but here's the thing with me and my music. Where is it? The thing is, <laughs> I take myself on the musical journey. Yeah. I set it up. I've got the cue going. I'm adding to the cue. It's it's not a passive experience. It's, I'm very active. I like passive. So. I like it <laughs> when it's not music. Like, I have a goal in mind, and I'm going to get there. That's how I am with shows. I will watch one show until I get to the end. It doesn't matter if it takes me eight months to watch three episodes. Yeah, well, I don't get a ton of time. Not that I'm sitting down in my basement recording a podcast with a good friend or anything <laughs> instead of playing Fortnite with my buddies that they also like to do. <laughs> Look, I am more social now in my life than I have been for almost any other part of my life except for school. And I really like it. I really like having a bunch of like, uh, not a bunch, but I really like having people that I can trust to be good friends. It's cool. It's a very positive experience. It is a very positive experience when you can trust the people in your life. Oh. That wasn't pointed. I didn't mean it like that. I didn't say that. I don't trust none of y'all. I don't feel safe. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do not feel safe. Please come save me. So he also... <laughs> I'm the least scary person on the face of the planet. <clears throat> I met a guy with no arms and no legs one time. I'm the least scary, no deficit person on the planet. You don't have any deficits? I Except asthma. Which only lends to the not scary thing. Because <laughs> if she picks up like, a knife and you try to run away, you're going to get away. <laughs> well, also. You have toddler hands. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so in 2002, he was at That's Harvard. That's the year I was born. That is true. He was at Harvard and had been kind of recognized as a programming prodigy uh, where he studied psychology and computer science. Psychology. For a man who invented a platform. That mines data. That's fun. Um, in his sophomore year, he developed a program called Course Match. And basically, it lets students develop their class schedules based on the schedules of other students. In theory, it helped develop study groups and, you know, get people that were like-minded to be together so that they could learn better. But realistically, it made it easier to get classes with your friends. So, Which is all you really need. <laughs> well, it made it so that if you didn't go, you could borrow notes and stay caught up. It was genius, really. Um, shortly after that, he developed a program called Face Mash, and it was a ranking program to rate your peers on a scale of attractiveness for one to ten. Which is terrible, but I want to do it. <laughs> I want to play. There's still sites where you can do that. I but know, but he I was doing it, it with just students in his. Yes. Yeah. Well, well, obviously, I know that you can do that with people that you don't know. Right. I want it to be like specific. So this is where a familiar name comes up. His roommate at the time said, "Quote: We had books called Facebooks." Where included names and pictures of, I'm sorry, which included names and pictures of everyone who lived in the student dorms. At first, he built a site and placed two pictures or pictures of two males and two females. Uh, and visitors of the site had to choose who was hotter. According to the votes, there would be a ranking. The site went up over a weekend, but by Monday, the school had taken it down because its popularity overwhelmed. It's <laughs> so many worms because his popularity overwhelmed one of Harvard's network switches and kept all the students from being able to use the Internet at all. Also, a bunch of students said that their photos were being used against their permission. If your photo is on the Internet, it is for everybody. I want to disagree, but I solidly cannot because that's sound. No, that, that is, is it. If you don't want yourself out there, don't put it out there. I'm with you. That's why my Facebook is private, but Brain Dead is not. Feel free to follow us on Facebook. But even when you have a private Facebook, as soon as you let someone follow you on that, you've let them post whatever you've posted. Yeah, basically. You have given them permission to put out whatever you put out. Basically, yeah. So even then, 
It is all on you. So after this, Mark Zuckerberg apologized publicly, and the student paper called his site, quote, totally improper. <laughs> that was Because it fun. was 2002. So things progress, <laughs> and in February of 2004, the I Facebook launched. The Facebook. You weren't two yet. Yeah, it was 2004. February. Okay. You were not quite two. Close enough. Not okay. Facebook. The Facebook yeah. launched. Like just the Walmart. Right. Just <laughs> one month after he initially started writing the code for the site is when it launched. Like, it took him one month to develop Which the initial. Which is crazy. Right. The dude was a prodigy. I mean, I already said that, but he was. So he, at the time, was in a partnership with Eduardo Saverin. No, Andrew Garfield. Please put some respect on his name. <laughs> <laughs> with Spider-Man. <laughs> Eduardo Saverin, played by. Andrew Garfield. There we go. In the social network. Andrew McCollum, Dustin Moskovitz, and Chris Hughes. Six days after launch, the Harvard seniors, well, three of them, um, Cameron and Tyler Winklevoss, and I'm going to say this wrong, it's D-I-V-Y-A, so Divya Narenda, accused Zuckerberg of intentionally misleading them into thinking he was going to help them build a social networking site called HarvardConnection.com. The Harvard Crimson... Which is lame. Right. The Harvard (laughs) Crimson, which was the local paper, uh, for the school, launched an investigation into allegations. Here's where it gets kind of hairy. It's not my head, because there's no hair there. Mark Zuckerberg mm-hmm. tried to convince them to stop their investigation, and when they refused, he hacked into the emails of two of the editors using their information. Do you know where he got their information? The Facebook. The Facebook. He took their private information from their Facebook pages and hacked into their emails. Was I supposed to pretend like I don't know everything about this? No. Okay. If you watch the social network, I've literally seen this this movie 109 times. So after all was settled, the three accusers filed a lawsuit and they won. Do you know what they got? Money. 1.2 million shares of Facebook. Not like the share button, but like stocks. Yep. (laughs) And 20 million in cash. It started out as just a Harvard thing until Zuckerberg decided it needed to be sent out to other schools. Actually, Justin Timberlake decided. (laughs) (laughs) So it gets sent out to other schools uh, and then just became all around a social site that wasn't just for students anymore, which is why grandmothers are on there. And now it's only for moms. And people like me who like to buy stuff off the marketplace. I don't I don't have luck with Marketplace. I always have luck with Marketplace. I don't have the energy for Marketplace. I have bought and sold so much stuff on Marketplace. Like, in theory, Marketplace is a great thing. In but practice? But it's still like, I have to go get it. And I don't have... I, I drive a Chevy Impala. And I don't know about you, but that's not really a good bit of storage space. Well, I mean, you never know what you're going to go get. You might be going to buy a printer. Also, a I, am a, I am a girl... And I am small. You have my number. I will ride with you to go to a dangerous place. I, mean, I will look slightly more intimidating than you. I have a lot of... <laughs> I've seen you mean mug, though. It's pretty rough. <laughs> but the stink eye. I got a good stink eye. To the degree that my wife was like, you know what? I like that you've perfected that. I believe you're disgusted when you look <laughs> at people. Yeah. And it doesn't always work because if I'm in any way laughing, it doesn't work. It fails. It fails. Immediately. So old Zuckerberg, he picks up and moves his company to Palo Alto, California, and drops out of Harvard. Harvard? Harvard. Harvard. <laughs> Where he met Well, if a man you're too named... good for Harvard, the only thing to do is drop out. <laughs> well, he probably had a bit of a reputation for being a jerk after screwing over the Winklevoss twins. You what know, a he name, probably right? was. He probably was. I mean, well... Let's go here. So the company picked up and moved to California, and he dropped out of Harvard, where he met a man by the name of Peter Thiel, who was an investor. That's um, Mark Zuckerberg. No. What's his name? Justin no. Timberlake. What's, what, did he, what is the thing that that man was supposed to be? Who was he? He was an investor. No, but who? what did he make, that music app? Oh, Napster. Napster. Yeah. Um, they officially got their first offices. In mid-2004, here we are 18 years later, and he runs one of the biggest companies in the world. And they were working out of, like, a house. (laughs) Right. So here's one for you. That seven people lived in. Listen to this. This is humorous. In 2007, Mark Zuckerberg said in an interview, quote, 
for me and my colleagues, the most important thing is that we create an open information flow for people. Having media corporations owned by conglomerates is just not an attractive idea to me. He went on to explain something to the effect of how uh, your data should be yours to share or keep private. No way. <laughs> it's What he meant was our data should be his to share or keep private. That's what I thought he said. <laughs> so on July 21st, 2010, Facebook reached 500 million users. On August 19th, 2012, his personal Facebook got hacked by an unemployed web developer. That's tasty. And after dropping out in 2002... May 25th of 2017, Harvard awarded Mark Zuckerberg an honorary degree. Did you know that? <laughs> no, and they Harvard. should not have. They should not have. <laughs> he did not earn that degree. That, like, devalues the whole organization. That's right. I no longer value the institution of Harvard. I mean, I never valued it because I don't care about school. You're no longer an Ivy League school. You're a Pine Tree League school. I mean, <laughs> I'm going to need you to... Write a formal apology of that. Take for it back. That. Take it back. No, you can't take it back. You have to own it. No, um, they need to go to his house and take it off the wall. <laughs> no, I'm talking about you. Me? The joke you just made. What joke? About the pine tree. Oh. Write a formal apology to me, please. You are. I hear <laughs> The way you only, you just knew that I couldn't have been talking to you. <laughs> It's a good joke. It's a great joke. Even. The way you were like, yes. But not right now. There's no way she's talking to me. <laughs> good joke. Because that was golden. Golden, I say. I'm going to golden take it. Can we talk about how the grandpa joke. was like not helping that family out For until sure there was like committing candy fraud. on the table? For sure committing fraud. Until he was like, I get to go to a candy factory. He knew he was going to win money. This man was defrauding the government. <laughs> genuine evil just laying in his bed with his wonky legs letting the house tilt sideways because he's too lazy to go also, work at walmart as a greeter i was <laughs> literally when I, that's hilarious i like it but listen when i tell you i was thinking about this today on my way home from work not not two hours ago three hours ago what time is it nine o'clock maybe four i don't know anyway you know how both of their parents were in that bed like you know yeah. How they were like, where were their feet? Also in the bed. Yeah, but like they how they looked so snuggly. <laughs> but like <laughs> I know your feet. I know your staggered. toes were touching. Slightly staggered. But like, well, not everybody's like you and afraid of toes. They're just they're just leg hands. I know, leg but leg fingers. I I understand where short, you're short, stubby from. little. But I need to know. Leg fingers. Like, were they doing like? Interlocking legs. <laughs> Were they doing she side just by like, side legs? She, inter she interlocked her fingers, and I thought she was going to say interlocking toes, which is <laughs> ridiculous. <laughs> and just so seldom should there ever be a moment when it should be done, and usually only in jest. But I watched a video on TikTok of people interlocking their toes. And then making a mold. And then making a mold. You saw it too? Yes, I did. Your wife sent it to me mold. in evil. <laughs> I almost sent it to you, and then I thought, no, no. she's going to get mad if I send her toes. No, your wife sent it to me. Your wife also sends me pictures of her feet, like, pretty semi-regularly. really? Not as much as she used to. <laughs> I had no idea. But every once in a while, she would just send me a picture of, of her feet with her toes all sprawled out. Wild. Does um, she do that thing where she bends two of them and leaves the other three No, she would just go like this. <laughs> And then um, for a while there, every time I was at your house, she would try to hold my toes because she knows I hate it. I remember that. Yeah. It was the same time. Yeah. And then when I wasn't here, she would send me pictures of her toes. That's <laughs> <laughs> absolutely bonkers, but all right. I bet I still can find one. Hold on. No, I'm good. No. I see those feet every day. Well, they get cold and she pushes here. them against my thighs while I'm sitting on the couch. Disgusting. So. Um, in the way that Mark Zuckerberg changed the world, let's discuss what it would be like if there were no social networks, if there was no Facebook that made people feel so brave behind a keyboard, uh, into bullying and torturing others. Um, it's nine o'clock. Take your allergy pill and, and your 14 other pills. <laughs> She's an old woman. She's 20 years old and takes like eight pills a day. They're mostly vitamins because... Because my bones are old and my joints don't move quite as well as they used to, Sonny. No, I'm a vitamin deficient. <gasps> I thought you said your only deficiency was asthma. Well, 
So I'm now, lying. so now she's I'm chasing you with a knife. <laughs> you can one not believe that it's a knife because she's a liar. Two, continue <laughs> running because she can't breathe. And three, if you run just a little bit farther, her knees will give out because they have no vitamins. <laughs> and she will crumble into a pile of dust like the Crypt Keeper at the end of an episode. Well, I was at the doctor recently and she was reviewing my labs and she said I'm slightly low on iron, which is to be expected. So, but I do take an iron pill. I also take a elderberry vitamin because... First of all, they're delicious. They really are. Second of all, I like to have a good immune system. So I want to point out that one, the Dollar Tree has gone up to a dollar twenty-five. Yeah. Uh, per item minimum. And yeah. they now have a three and five dollar section. Mm-hmm. Uh thank you, Biden administration. We love inflation and we love not having our money stretched near as far as it should because you <laughs> suck at managing a government. Anyways, so you you know you I have went, to take that out. Not at all. You so need to. I'm just not gonna. So I went to the Dollar Tree <laughs> today and I saw Emily and her mother and they pulled up next to me and her mother goes, Hey there, handsome man, get in my car so we can drive away or something like that. Wait, and I just kinda yes. Who our, said it? Emily's mother. Oh, okay. And I just kinda laughed and continued walking. She's like, Are you not getting in the car? I'm like, I got forty feet to go and I'll be at the Dollar Tree. So they pull in, and, and, and the mother and uh, Emily's daughter walk in, and we're all walking around. And then I parted ways because I was just there for crunchies to go with my lunch sandwich. And um, Do you mean chips? Not necessarily. I said crunchies because I meant crunchies. Oh. Like, I also eat, like, corn nuts, and then there's these— uh, I love corn nuts so much, but I know what corn nuts do to your teeth. They make them happy. So I love them, So and I'm not going to stop eating them. I'll also but get these like spicy honey sesame sticks that are just. Those are delicious. They're really good. Those are delicious. I went to the World's Market, which is a farmer's market in like Decatur or something. And it's like humongous. They have a full butcher section where you can like, they like are right there with the full thing of cow. And it's like. A full thing of cow. <laughs> yeah. Beef. This was for dinner. But then they're like. Fresh fruit and veggies section is giant. It's like the size of a full Ingles. And then they have a fresh baked bread section that they bake in-house. And it's so yummy. They have fresh pretzels, like soft pretzels. Occasionally, Jess will make fresh bread. Here, she's got a bread machine where you just throw all the ingredients in there and then you hit start. It mixes it, lets it rise, mixes it again, and cooks it all in one go. It's very, very nifty. I have no idea how that works. I've made bread. I make gluten-free bread. It's not that hard. I believe you. What do you use? Just a gluten-free flour? Yeah, there's a bread mix that you can get. Oh, that's cool. And then you have to buy, like, the rising agent. We went to a uh, farmer's market recently, everyone. Sarah's family and my family, we all went. Uh, after going to this excellent pizza joint. Where else did we go? We went, oh, oh, we, we went, went to Goodwilling. We went to the rich people Goodwills. We went to Atlanta and went to the high... High Society Goodwills and found some neat stuff. Sarah found some antique furniture, which was super neat. Was it um, antique? Yeah. Is it? Yeah. Really? Are you kidding me? Where do you think you can buy that now? That's true. Where is I forgot la- that antique. I don't. I would say vintage. Okay. Uh, welcome to those two words meaning the same thing, and you just have a preference. No, towards the antique other. is a hundred years. Vintage is twenty. No. Yes. No. Yes. Antique cars are cars twenty years and older. Okay, maybe in cars, but in furniture and memorabilia, it's that. Where Vin- do you get these? Where do vintage you get- is 20. Okay, I'll, I'll, okay, listen. Antique Statistics is- can be easily moved around to make you believe things that aren't true. And the phrasing counts for everything. So let me, let me explain. So China has 1.4 billion people. I don't right? care. Listen, listen, <laughs> listen. So... That means one out of every five you, people. You t- just, listen, listen. You just gotta, if no. I'm going to listen to this booty garbage, I need to readjust. Okay. So that means statistically one out of every five people on the planet Earth is Chinese. One out of every five is Chinese. What is this? What are we listen, doing? Listen, we're talking about how you're screwing with, screwing with the truth. I'm not listen, screwing listen. with the truth. So that means technically, technically, I can say that if you have four children and you're pregnant with your fifth, Get ready. Your fifth child is going to be Chinese because one out of every five is Chinese. That's what you're doing. You're just mincing No, words. it's not. Where did are you, you where, kidding where me? Where do you get your terminology? What are you talking? 
How did you decide I've that I've seen Pawn Stars, okay? <laughs> <laughs> All right, Chumley. I've, I've seen American Pickers, okay? I have watched TV before, ladies and gentlemen. I know. <laughs> I'm going to Google it. And if I'm wrong, I won't tell you. But if you're right, you're going to smash my microphone and kick me in the toe? Yes. Just the pinky toe? Because that's where all my nerve endings are? <gasps> Antique is 100 years or older, while vintage is younger, though typically still prior to 1999. Mm. How do you feel about that? This Shut up. <laughs> I wasn't born before 1999, I just unlike asked how you. you. I just asked how you feel about that. I was born in a different millennium than you are. Better than you were. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was born in under a different thousand-year mm. reign. See, I prefer vintage. I was vintage. born under the reign of the thousands. I prefer vintage because that's like 60s, 70s. Antique is like grandpapa. <laughs> grandpapa. <laughs> you know? All right, guys, listen to this episode before it becomes vintage. Share it before it becomes an antique. And remember, treasure it while it's still new. I've been Sarah. I've been Joe. We've been brain dead, and we want you to listen to this episode while it's still the brand new treasure that it can be. We love you guys. We want to keep having you hear us because we love the sound of our own voice, so we know that you must too. Again, I don't like the sound of my own voice, actually, and I know you don't either, so let's cut the I do like the sound of your voice. That's why I record with you. No, I said you don't like yours either. I have a voice for radio, and I've got the smile for it too. Again, I've been Sarah. I've been Joe. And we've been brain dead. Bye. Oh, Bye. Bye. <laughs> Why did you do it wrong?